Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rhapsody. Today, we are finally talking about Barbie. So, all of the hype about Barbie has kind of calmed down. It's been about a month and a half since the movie was released. It made a billion dollars. That's incredible. I didn't think it was going to make that much, but I'm so glad it did. It's just an important film, but we're going to talk about why it's important. But, um... Barbie was not only this sort of cultural phenomenon and such a poignant piece on feminism and the female experience in society, but it was also a very fun film that was exciting, entertaining, and educating. It was informative in a way that's digestible for kids. And it was very nuanced, and going into it, I'm thinking, oh, there's going to be dances and parties and discos, and then I'm sitting in the theater while the credits are rolling, just having this mini existential crisis, like, oh my god, what is life? What is my purpose? It's like, no, that's... (laughs) It was definitely sadder. It was definitely, definitely, definitely sadder than anything that I could have pictured. Also, side note, my nose is clogged because it is September now. I thought it was still August. It feels like August, but it's September and the weather's changing. And... Did you guys know that in New York, it was, like, the lowest recorded August? It barely hit 90, ever. And now it's hitting 90. And I think this is, like, across the board in the U.S. This is, this is weird, and people don't believe in climate change. You can feel it. You can actually feel it. So my nose is clogged up, but, um, we're here to talk about the movie because the movie was incredible. Let's start with the acting. The acting was amazing. Margot Robbie was the perfect Barbie. She was brilliant in every way, and Ryan Gosling was so funny, and everyone was so good. America Ferreira was so good. Issa Rae was so good. Kate McKinnon was so good. Everyone was so good in the movie. They were dolls. They felt like dolls. And this is something that I've read and seen videos on how Greta Gerwig actually wanted it to feel like they were dolls and not humans living in a fantasy doll land. And to make sure that it was actually an atmosphere that felt plastic. So they had all these curated sets. And all the attention to detail was so amazing when she poured a liquid and nothing came out. When she ate but she wasn't actually eating. When the shower wasn't actually running with water. And then when those things actually began happening, she was like, oh my god, I'm not used to that. And then the Mojo Dozo Casa houses, those were so funny. The dream houses were beautiful. 
And so it felt like this fabricated world, but it was telling such an authentic and real story. And I love that. Like, Mattel, they they allowed for a great movie to be made because Greta Gerwig is a visionary. She ate this movie up and the casting was great and everything was great. The direction was great. But Margot Robbie really made me sad and made me relate to Barbie in a way I never thought I could because I didn't play with Barbies growing up. But Barbie is kind of a part of like American culture and... To see such a beautiful woman playing stereotypical Barbie, I wouldn't have thought that I would have related to it as much. And then she comes out here and is going through this journey and is really intelligent and smart and human, even though she is a doll. And the fact that she decides to make that choice to go into the real world in the end is beautiful and I feel like a lot of people can relate to that and then talking about the themes of the movie the way that Ken was portrayed as a villain was really interesting because before I went to go see the movie my friend told me that Ken was the villain and I was like no way even if he is the villain he's not a villain villain he doesn't have this tragic backstory and didn't make bad decisions to lead him to be a villain. I think it's sort of a misunderstanding or misinterpretation of the environment or his actions. And it was because he's not a bad guy and he's definitely not a villain. He's the antagonist in the story he's causing trouble he's wreaking chaos and havoc everywhere but he's not intentionally trying to hurt anyone but it's interesting what happened with the kens in the movie because the kens in barbie land were treated as women are treated in the real world and when ken was exposed to this hyper toxic masculinity he realized that oh my god, I have power, and there's another place where I can get support from and support my ideas about masculinity and a patriarchal society because this exists elsewhere. And so he was able to lean on the human world to support this ideology that would inevitably ruin Barbie land because the Kens were not making good decisions and... It's just an interesting dynamic to see, well, okay, what if the world is patriarchal and we're in the human world and there's this fictional land that is actualized and females go to it and they are the ones that are in power. It's like women now in today's society going to the, I don't know what it's called, what's the world called in wonder woman where it's just woman and they rule everything the amazon thing i'm not sure what it's called but imagine going somewhere like that feeling liberated and bringing back those feminist matriarchal roles and ideas back to the human world i don't know if 
what happened in Barbie with the Kens. I'm not sure if that would happen in the real world if females were in that position. But it's an interesting dynamic to see how the Kens felt so liberated and felt so entitled just because of their exposure. And well, oh, maybe could this happen? Maybe is this why people are a certain way in our society? And it was just really good social commentary. I loved that part of Barbie. It was, it, was, it was really interesting. And he was like horses and men and... ah, And it's just like, you are making a mess of everything. And it's very immature. And it's not going to be a sustainable environment. A sustainable environment for not only the Kens... But for the Barbies, you can't have people doing whatever they want and being lackadaisical and chaotic all the time. And it's not a sustainable society for anyone to live in. So just to show the intelligence of the Barbies and that speech that America Ferrera's character made was so moving. Just how women have to be this but they can't be that, but they have to do this. It was so contradictory in its nature, but that's the truth. That's the wholehearted truth. And all of those people that were saying, oh, this movie is against men, all of those old conservative men grow up. It's the truth. That's just how it is. So deal with it or Do something, but don't complain. Barbie was so good, though. I watched it twice. It was just such a nice cinematic experience. And what was I made for? That song was on repeat. Yo, Billie Eilish wrote such an amazing song. Like, that song is so... I feel like all her music is really... Evocative... In the sense that it can really go deep in your heart and pull out certain emotions and really identify what obscure emotions people feel in specific circumstances that a lot of people experience. Especially relating to depression and anxiety and regrets. She's really good at that and that song just fits so beautifully with the movie and that whole montage at the end where they showed all of the women and... Barbie looking out on human life and it was just so beautiful and I've heard that they're gonna try to make a second one maybe in the future I don't know if they should I feel like this one's gonna be a classic it's an instant hit I think that it'll go down in the history books as one of the most interesting and I don't know I feel like it's so, I can't find the word, but it's, it's engraved in cinematic history because it speaks on a lot of levels to a lot of people about a issue that is not given enough attention, but is so widespread. It's everywhere in the world, existing in every industry. It's a facet of human life and I don't know how they would do the second one. I wasn't sure how they were going to do the first one. It was brilliant. I don't know how the second one would be, but I'm going to expect that it's going to be brilliant as well because Greta Gerwig's amazing. But 
I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I feel like everyone, everyone went crazy. All of the stores, everyone just went Barbie nuts. Every store had a Barbie collection. I am Knuff. Like all of the different shirts, all of the apparel, the sweatpants, the sweaters, the headbands, the socks, the backpacks, everyone got a piece of that. And I feel like everyone would kind of want to bring that back. But I don't know if they should do a second one because it just feels so right to leave it as a single movie. But we'll see what they do. And if there's a second one, I will be getting tickets, pre-ordering, let's go, because it was great. And thinking about that and comparing it to Oppenheimer, because I thought Oppenheimer was going to be way sadder, in a sense, Oppenheimer is sad because it's historical events, it's true, it's a real person, and what happened was traumatic, and war and bombs are just not a pleasant thing that humans have created. But when it comes to talking about the individual, I feel like Barbie definitely spoke more on our emotions and feelings that we experience every day, while Oppenheimer spoke on historical events that we need to know about. Because they're important for not just Americans, but for the global population to understand the impacts of war and the reasonings behind why certain countries execute certain plans and talking about the government and scientists. And it's really interesting. But that's that was a really interesting thing that they had, Barbenheimer, both movies being released on the same weekend. That that was interesting. Those movies are very contrastingly different. They are just kind of signals, but in very different ways, and I enjoyed both of them a lot. If I had to choose, I would not. They're two very different movies, but Oppenheimer was really good, and Barbie was really good. And now I know a little bit more about both, which is great. I probably knew more about Oppenheimer than I did about Barbie. <laughs> so that's interesting. Yeah, but there's a lot more movies to come. And now we're getting into fall finally. Yay. So school is starting soon. Oh, we have to talk about school. School is so annoying. We're definitely going to talk about school. And I'm a junior now, so... We're going to talk about college. College is such a scam. College mm, college is expensive and hard to get into. I feel like this is an American flaw. But it's almost fall. We've got a few more weeks. So we're going to enjoy the end of summer, hopefully, if it's not scorching hot. And then once the clocks go back, once it's... What is the day? September 21st or 22nd? The fall equinox, I think. We are going to put up the Halloween decorations. We are going to get all the leaves. We're going to go leaf peeking. We're going to get in the spirit. 
We're going to watch horror movies. Speaking of horror movies, I want to see Talk to Me. I heard it was really good. You should go see Talk to Me. I hear Talk to Me is really, really good. And A24 is just... I love A24. I'm planning to do an episode on A24. I just love their style, their vibe. And they're making some really interesting movies. There's a few movies that I want to see that they are producing within the next few months. And there's one called Dicks the Musical, which is a musical. It's their first movie musical that they've ever made. And it's going to be a cult classic. I can feel it. The trailer is, mm, it's it's yummy. But it's about these two long-lost twins that try to parent trap their parents they're adults they're adult men um it looks really funny i don't know who the guys are who play the twins but megan the stallion is in it nathan lane is in it and megan Mullally's in it so it's gonna be hilarious and then there's also a lot of stuff going on in television loki is coming out in october oh yay ahsoka just came out which i gotta watch that only winners in the building amazing tomorrow is the sixth episode of season three yeah sixth episode i'm acting like i haven't seen every episode like five times it's amazing i don't know who killed ben we're going to do another episode on it, though, once the season's over, because I just can't handle it. It's it's too good. And one show that I have been watching recently is House. House is amazing. Why did no one tell me about that show before? Like, I know it's old, and I really want them to do a reboot, but I know they're not. And they shouldn't, because it's perfect the way it is. But I'm on season six, and both the season four and season five finales had me shook. Like, I was crying. But House is such a goofy guy. But he's so smart. He's brilliant. And, like, he's funny. And he's just, like, great. And Wilson is great. And Cuddy is great. And Foreman and Chase and Cameron and Kuttner. Ugh. <laughs> Season 5. Oh, so bad. And 13 and Talv and everyone is so great. But maybe I'll do an episode on House. Because it's just this great show that I didn't even know about. I don't know why I didn't know about it. Also, speaking of school, we'll probably do some episodes on scholarships and application stuff because I've been getting a lot of information on it and I've had to like go out and sign up for stuff and look for stuff. So all y'all juniors and seniors out there, I got y'all. So we'll definitely talk about that stuff. But that's it for today's episode of Rhapsody. Thanks for listening.